Hey there, welcome to Radio Face. As always, my name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host. It is truly an honor that you have decided to tune in for today's episode, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed creating it. Before we begin today's episode, I want to let you know that this show is in no way affiliated with the other show that I host, The Third Seat. However, if you'd like to check out The Third Seat, then you can find the information and links for it in the description of today's episode. I think you will really enjoy it as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Along with this, you can find all other links to my social media accounts, as well as any necessary information for any guests that may join me on the show or myself down in the description of today's episode. With all that being said, I want to thank you again for listening in to today's episode. Now let's jump into the conversation. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for joining me. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I am going to be your host today, as always. Um, today, it's just going to be me uh, talking today. I don't have any guests with me or anything or anybody in here today, but uh, that's intentional. Today, I have a topic that I want to talk about, uh, a personal story of mine, uh, a recent, a recent story in my life that I hope and think will be beneficial to anyone that, uh, even if you are not going into this field uh, of your life that I'm going to talk about, I hope that you'll be able to take away a few things from my personal story. And if you are about to go into this field of life that I'm about to, uh, again, talk about, I hope that you'll be able to take my experience, my uh, lessons that I learned and apply them to your own life. So, as I was saying, uh, the, the topic that I want to talk about today is uh, my experience in college. I recently just graduated uh, from a four-year university here in Tennessee um, back in the early December of 2021. So it's been about, at the time of this recording, uh, it's been about three months since then. And I thought that it might be a good idea to just reflect upon my experiences, uh, the things that I learned, the lessons that I took with me, uh, and share them all with you. I think it might be a good idea just to reflect on uh, on those experiences, and hopefully we'll get some good uh, some good dialogue throughout the process. So before we get to my actual time in college, we'll back up a little bit. So. Where I'm from, my hometown, is a really small town in East Tennessee. If, if you know uh, kind of relatively the, east, the geography of East Tennessee, you've got uh, Knoxville in the kind of northeast area of Tennessee, and then you've got Chattanooga in the southeast uh, area of, Chatt- of Tennessee. And where I'm from is about right in between in the middle of both of them. It's a really small town called Inglewood, Tennessee. Uh, if any of my my friends that are from Inglewood are listening. Uh, shout out to, to Inglewood, Tennessee. Um, but that's my hometown. It's it's a tiny little place. I always joke with people and say there's about a thousand people there on a good day. Uh, and I mean, I'm not joking. It's it's a tiny place with like one or two stoplights. Somehow we have a subway. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it's where I grew up. It's where uh, I met all my friends back home, where I made a lot of memories. And it's a, it was really a place where... You know, everyone knew everyone. Everyone uh, knew a lot of things about everyone, and a lot of your experiences were shared uh, with the people around you. Just because, you know, we didn't have it, we didn't have much uh, in the sense of there wasn't a ton of 
things to do uh, that you might, you know, find in a city, uh, we really had to lean on each other for, uh, you know, entertainment and just making memories together. So that's where I grew up. And um, as I got towards the end of my high school career, you know, I'd been living there my entire life for, you know, about 18 years. And I, something inside of me was just telling me that I needed to venture out a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know what it was, but I felt like my whole life I had been playing it safe to a degree. I'd always been around people that I knew uh, in familiar places and in areas that I felt comfortable in. And those places are, are good. I'm not, you know, that's, that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I just, there was something inside of me that said, I need to see a little bit more of the world. I need to see a little bit more, uh, see some different perspectives on life. Um, and at this time, uh, my older sister, uh, she is about three years older than me, Elizabeth, if you're listening, you know, shout out to Elizabeth. Um, but, uh, at the time she was, I believe she was just finishing up her undergrad or she was getting close to finishing her undergrad. Um, in, uh, in college. And she went to a place in South Carolina called North Greenville university. So relative to my hometown, that place, uh, is about three and a half to four hours away, uh, just depending on traffic and weather and, and uh, you know, things of that nature. And it's, it, it's a place that you can definitely get to, um, you know, in a, in a day's drive if you need to, but it's not a place in my experience that for relative to my hometown that you could just up and leave, uh, just on a, on a moment's notice and go, if you need to, you kind of had to plan your trip there. So I saw that and there's some pros and cons to that, but I saw that and I thought to myself, okay, I, I want to, I want to go somewhere out of, out of, you know, my hometown, but I don't want to be so far away that I can't be back in a moment's notice if need be, you know, I wanted to be far enough away to where I wasn't at home but I wanted to be close enough that if I could go back, you know, on the fly, then I could. And so with those, with that in mind, it gave me a few options uh, that I could look into. And really for me, it gave me four options that I was aware of. There may be other schools that I'm not considering here, but in my mind, there was really only four that uh, were worth considering that I wanted to look into and they were, um, so of course you got the university of Tennessee at Knoxville, the, the biggest, uh, I, I I'm, I'm assuming it's the biggest school in the state. Uh, but if it's not, it's definitely one of the biggest schools in the state, especially in East Tennessee. I mean, it's a huge, uh, huge, uh, force just in, in, uh, in, in the state of Tennessee and the Eastern Tennessee region. Along with that up kind of in that area, you've got, uh, ETSU Eastern Tennessee state university. And that's in the Johnson City area, if you are familiar with the Tennessee uh, city locations. And then up again in that area, you've got Carson Newman University, which is where my, my parents actually went uh, to school there. Um, and then the last one that I was really considering, which is the one that I eventually, uh, eventually attended, was the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. It's down right on the Georgia state border line. Uh, it's, it's like a mile or two miles away from the, from the border of Georgia. And 
I believe I toured all of these places um, before I decided which one I wanted to go to. But and they were all great. Uh, they all had you know unique things about them. They all had pros and cons. Uh, and I you know I would have I imagine that I would have had a great experience at any one of these universities if I had decided to go. But for me, like I said, I eventually decided to go to uh, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. And I think what, you know, part of it was that drove me here is I just really like Chattanooga. I really did. Um, if you've never been to Chattanooga, you need to go if, if you have the capability. It's, it's a great little, almost like a hidden gem at this point. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, unknown, but it's not a play, you know, mostly when people think of traveling to Tennessee, they think, uh, you know, maybe Knoxville for a UT game, you know, usually Nashville, maybe Memphis, but Chattanooga is a great place. It's got a lot of really cool, <clears throat> excuse me. It's got a lot of really cool aspects to it. It's got great culture. It's got, uh, the feel of a big city as well as the intimacy of a small town mixed in with nature itself. You've got a river flowing right through the city, You've got mountains everywhere. I mean, it's a, it's a great, it's a great area. I can't say enough good things about Chattanooga. It's a, a wonderful area. I highly recommend you give it a, a visit if you have not yet. Um, so there was that. I, I just really liked Chattanooga just as a city. Um, along with that, when I toured uh, UTC, I really enjoyed just the size of it. I didn't want to go, whenever I was deciding which university to go to, I wanted to go somewhere. This is going to be very somewhat vague, so I hope it makes sense. I wanted to go somewhere that felt like a university, that felt like it was, you know, how a university feels. It's almost like a, a, a different, a bit of a different world uh, than the rest of the city that it's around. But also, I didn't want it to be so massive that it felt like I was overwhelmed and had no sense of community where uh, where I went to school. And that's not to say that you can't have community in, in larger schools. I'm sure you certainly can. But when I toured UTC, I could just sense to me this feeling that the people that went here it was, you know, it was right in the right in the middle of the of the perfect size for a lot of people that went here. It was not too big, but it was not too small. It was small enough to where you knew a lot of the people. You knew a lot of people that worked at the university. You knew a lot of the people, the students that uh, attended the university all across campus. But along with that, it was big enough to where it felt like a university. It was like you were stepping into a different world. Like I said, you know, it's, you're not just going down the street. You're now on the campus. You're in a, in a totally separate area, uh, and, and an area with a totally separate culture than the surrounding city. So I, I really just enjoyed that. I really thought it was cool. And the final thing that drove me to come here, um, is that, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to kind of get out of my comfort zone, you know, whenever I, was deciding what college to go to. And not that I didn't want to have friends, obviously, or be around my friends that I grew up with, but not a lot of people from my hometown and especially my high school go to UTC for whatever reason. I think most people go either the community college route or they'll go to, there's a local private university in my hometown that people will often go to, or they'll go to uh, the University of Tennessee at Knoxville. Those, to my understanding, are kind of the main universities or uh, colleges that people attend in my hometown, especially uh, after finishing up at my high school. 
And so many people don't go to uh, UTC and Chattanooga for some reason. And so to me, it was like I knew that if I was going to come to Chattanooga, it was going to force me to have to uh, get out of my comfort zone. It was going to force me to have to meet new people and and test my soft skills and test my uh, interpersonal skills. I no longer could rely on the comfort of uh, of familiar places and familiar faces and, and my family and the things that I have known and have grown up with. I was really in a totally new area. Uh, and again, I, I was only about an hour away from my hometown, but uh, it, it's just not rational or, or logical for me to be traveling back and forth all the time. So I kind of had to force myself to stay down here and meet new people and have new experiences, even if it made me a little bit uncomfortable. And so that drew me to UTC a little bit. Um, and so all those factors mixed in, I knew, I remember, uh, whenever I was touring at UTC, if you've ever been to the campus here, the library is one of the coolest looking buildings, if not the coolest looking building on campus. I remember just walking up to it. It's this big, just geometric looking, uh, structure. It's got all kinds of points and angles, but it's almost entirely made of glass. It's just, just this really striking building. And I remember walking up to it and I thought, man, this is, this is cool. This is where I need to be. Uh, at that time, I remember we still had a couple more universities to, to tour and we eventually did tour those universities. But I knew when I was toward you, when I toured UTC, I knew I said, this is, this is where I want to be. I, I don't need to see any other places. I will, I'll go see them just out of a courtesy because we've already scheduled the tours, but this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be. This is where I feel like I need to be. And my mind was made up at that point. So, uh, at this point, we'll fast forward to my freshman semester. So this would be, you know, uh, August, uh, fall time of 2018. Um, I, uh, moved down here into one of the dorms. I had three random roommates I'd never met before. And, um, it was a totally new world. I mean, it was, it was just so out of the ordinary for me because, like I said, it's not super far away from my hometown, but it made me have to be a little uncomfortable. It made me have to meet new people and test myself. And so whenever I started at UTC, I decided to be uh, an engineering major, specifically a computer engineering major. And uh, looking back, man, it's funny to think that I decided to do that because one, I had never taken any, not even the first physics class um, in my entire life throughout high school, nothing, nothing of the sort that you would think an engineering major would be familiar with. I'd taken a couple of pre-calculus classes, but I didn't even enjoy those. Like I was not, I didn't think I was great at them. I didn't like them. So I don't know what drove me to want to do computer engineering. And along with that, I had never even written the first line of code. Um, never in my life had I ever done that. So I was seriously stepping into a totally new uh, avenue of life. And man, I was just, I remember starting, I was so overwhelmed. I mean, I, my, my entire life really in school, I'd always done well. Uh, I'd never had that much trouble uh, from a grade standpoint throughout most of school. I really didn't do that bad. And so going into university, I just had the same expectations. I was like, well, I'm just going to you know, go to school and study and do what I need to do and, and excel and just, you know, that's going to be the end of the story. But whenever I started and man, I was just, I mean, I was making C's and D's and just 
borderline Fs on some assignments. I was like, holy cow, man, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And I, I thought to myself, I said, man, I've got potentially four more years of this. Like, what? how am I going to do this? And so it was a real uh, a culture shock to me, but it was also just just a total curveball in, in my plans because, man, I was committed. At that point, I had to finish the semester. I couldn't change my major. I was a complete fish out of water. I had no idea of what I needed to do. And I, I just, man, I was, I was in not great shape. I remember calling my parents and talking to them numerous times about how much I was struggling. And it all came to a point uh, at one at one point. It was, I believe, I want to say it was like the week of or the week before midterms. And, uh, you know, everybody's studying really hard. Everybody's working hard to get assignments done and to be prepared for any midterm exams we have. And I remember at that time I had just submitted a big assignment for one of my engineering labs and I thought I was going to do well on it, but I ended up making like a 60 on it. I mean, it was, it was really bad. It was, I was so frustrated because I thought, I really thought this was the one assignment I was going to do good on. I had prepared for it. At least I thought I had. Um, and I just fell flat on my face. Uh, it, it just, it just didn't, didn't end up working out. And so I was so frustrated. Um, and I remember calling my mom that day and I remember just telling her, I just wish I could be rid of these classes. Like, I just wish I could be done. I hate these classes. I hate the assignments. I hate the professors. I don't know what I'm doing. I just feel so lost right now. And around that time, one of my friends then texted me and said, Hey, uh, to kind of get our minds off things for a little bit, since it's midterms, uh, you know, midterm season, we're going to go to, I forget the name of it now, but we're going to go to the local trampoline park. And they said, do you want to come? And I said, sure, of course, like anything to not do engineering homework. So me and all my friends, we pack up and we drive out to uh, the trampoline park in the area and we're having a great time. We're just jumping around for a little bit. I'm forgetting that I have to do, you know, engineering work when I, when I get done. And, um, I consider it, you know, a blessing now, but at the time it was a great hindrance to me, but I ended up, uh, somewhat embarrassingly, and this may be just a story for another day, but I ended up injuring myself at the trampoline park. I ended up dislocating my shoulder and it was rather embarrassing. I'll say that, but because I injured myself and along with the fact that I had at the time, been dealing with some other other medical complications that uh, prohibited me to drive. I I was in pretty bad shape, uh, and maybe I may go into detail at a later date about you know all the details of this. But essentially, what this meant for me is that I couldn't drive. Uh, I had one working arm. Um, I had to get surgery on my shoulder because I ripped up my shoulder in the process, and because of all this it gave me uh, a legit reason to medically withdraw from school for that semester. Now, what this meant is that I didn't fail my classes, but it essentially just meant that I kind of quit for the semester. And, you know, if it wasn't for that injury, as crazy as it sounds, I probably would have failed a lot of my classes that I was taking. I was not doing well. I would have been in really bad shape. Um, but... 
so I, I injured, I injured myself. And it's just kind of funny saying that. And I went back home uh, for the rest of the semester and I get healed up. I'm in a sling for a while and I decided, I said, okay, I was able to medically withdraw. Uh, I moved everything out of my, out of my dorm and back home. And I told myself, I said, okay, I'm going to regroup. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to re re-enroll and start back over, you know, kind of get a fresh start once the uh, spring semester of 2019 starts. And I knew one thing for certain. I said, okay, I don't want to be an engineering major anymore. I was like, I cannot do this. I'm not good at it. I don't want to be an engineering major, but I had no clue what I wanted to do beyond that. And my mom, she, I remember she looked at me one day and she said, well, have you ever thought about doing accounting? And she said, you know, I, I'm an accountant. I work as, a, as an accountant. I have an accounting degree. Um, you take after me in a lot of ways. You may, you may end up liking it. You know, you may end up liking working in uh, and studying in business. So I said, sure, why not? It's not engineering. Uh, the math is probably a little bit easier, uh, which it ended up, in my opinion, being a lot easier. Uh, a lot of adding and subtracting and a little bit of dividing is, is right up my alley. Um, so I said, sure, I'll be an accounting major. We'll give it a shot. So when the spring semester of 2019 comes back around, uh, I'm in a, I believe I'm in a sling for a little bit. And I move in back onto campus. I get everything moved in and, you know, I'm back. It's, it was great to see all my friends again. And uh, it was great to just be back on campus and to get to feel like a college student again, you know. And this is really where I, where I'm getting to my first major takeaway from my time in school. Um, like I said, um. I had just gotten back uh, dealing with my surgery and some other medical complications, and I really was just in a rut, like physically, mentally, in a lot of ways, I was in a rut, and I needed something, along with the fact that I wasn't doing good in school prior to my re-enrollment, and I needed something to get me back on my feet again, you know, and I know I'm not the first person to ever say this, but it really sunk in with me during this time of my life and it really hit home is uh, I learned the importance of having a solid routine uh, in my life. That was really my first main takeaway. For me, it was centering my day around uh, physical activity. I, I grew up playing sports a lot, but I never really was comfortable in a gym per se, you know, in, in like a, a gym with weights uh, and I got into exercising and got into working out and it was something that I knew if I could do that every day, then I had some structure to my day and I had a way to control my day to a degree. Even if just for that 30 minutes to an hour window, I could control that bit of my day. And it was essential to me because the prior semester, you know, I was all over the place. I, I was, I was not doing well, uh, mentally, physically. From a um, educational standpoint, my grades were suffering, and I just had no structure. I mean, I was all over the place. I was, I was in a completely new place with new people, and man, uh, learning the importance of having a sound, structured routine really set in for me. Um, and it, it maybe for you, it's not working out. That's fine. I mean, I do recommend exercising in some form or fashion, but your routine may not be centered around working out. Maybe it's centered around uh, what you do in the morning. Maybe it's centered around the fact that you 
like to make a certain breakfast in the morning and that's what really hones you in for the day. And if you if you can control that, then you know that you have some control for the rest of your day. Or maybe it's um, you know, maybe it's the the lunch break that you have. Maybe on your lunch break you like to uh, you know, take a walk and talk with uh, a family member or a friend on the phone and that allows you to uh, escape from maybe work for a little bit and decompress uh, and to uh, put things into perspective for the day. It, whatever it is for you, finding that routine and sticking with it, I think is essential. It, it is for me. And if you are, even if you're not in school or not going to school, like, you know, university anytime soon, I, I recommend finding a routine, finding something to structure your day around because man, it is going to pay dividends in the future. Having that that small bit of control uh, in your day, it, it really allows you to take a hold of your day and get done what you need to get done. So that's the first point. Uh, at first lesson for me is finding a structured routine that works for me. Um, so at this point in college, I'm a county major. I just started uh, a new, you know, new classes, a whole new, new uh, part of my education, and I was doing a lot better, doing a lot better than I was in engineering, and and you know, thank goodness for that. But um, I knew that it was going to take, um, it was not going to be easy for me at least. Like accounting, I, I was I was not bad at it. I was I was pretty good at it, but it was not something that just naturally came came easy to me. Um, and if it this gets into my second point, uh, second lesson to take away is I had to have, in order for me to be successful personally, I had to have some group of people, whether it be classmates or whether it just be my friends in general or some group of people that I could rely on. Uh, because whether, whatever field of life you're in, life is hard, man. It really is. Whether you're in school, whether you're out of school, whether you're at work, whether you're uh, at home, whatever you do, life is life is hard in a lot of ways. And having a good, strong group of people around you that you can rely on, uh, to that you can that you can lean on in in times when you need a little bit of help, whenever things aren't always going the way you you hope it would go, that is essential, especially in school, but just in life, it's it's so essential because, man, we cannot do life alone. It is. It is so hard. It's so hard to do life alone. I mean, thinking back to uh, during the pandemic in 2020, I mean, a lot of us were isolated, literally uh, isolated from people we know and love for extended amounts of time. And man, it was that was I'm sure I'm not uh, alone when I say this, but that was hard. Uh, And if that occurs to you in life, whether you're in school, whether you're out of school, whatever field of life you're in. Uh, it's it's not easy to deal with whatever you're dealing with. And so I cannot stress enough, if you are in school currently, if you are going to be in school soon, whatever, um, you've got to get uh, a good, strong group of people around you that care for you, that want uh, to see the good in you, that want to see you succeed. Uh, that is essential in, 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 in my view. It, it really is. Um, if you don't have that, and it doesn't have to be a massive group of people. I mean, it for for each individual, it can be different. It, it could be a small group of maybe two or three individuals for you. That's that's fine. Whatever, find whatever works for you. But you have to have people around you that can that can help you through times when when times are tough. 
that can be with you when life isn't always going the way you want it to go uh, and can lift you up when you need some when you need to be lifted up. It, it's essential. It is essential. I, I highly recommend seeking out a group of people that you can rely on. And maybe that's for you. Maybe that is, you know, a club on campus. Maybe it's like uh, maybe you like to play volleyball. Maybe it's like the, the, the school volleyball club or maybe. Maybe there's a reading club on campus. Maybe you're really into books. Maybe you find a reading club and you and you you get integrated with those people. For me personally, my group of people that I got integrated with was a local ministry on campus. Uh, a lot of my a lot of the friends I made uh, was was at what well, it was called the Christian Student Center, and it was a place where I was able to develop rich relationships and uh, develop friendships that I truly feel a lot of them will last the rest of my life. I made so many great memories and learned so many things through just being around these people that, um, man, I could not have gotten through college without them. I really couldn't have. Um, so finding whatever that is for you, maybe it's a ministry, maybe it's a club on campus, maybe it's, uh, the people that live across the hall from you in your dorm, I, I, whatever it is, just finding a group of people that you can lean on and rely on, uh, whether you're in school or not, uh, just leaning on them and relying on them is essential. And so, um, this is kind of where I get, I'm not, I'm not going to go through every single detail of my uh, college career, but this is, we're approaching the kind of last main takeaway that I was able to uh, apply to my life during the early years of my, uh, college career and that I've been able to hold on with me ever since. And I hope that I'll be able to pass on to whoever may listen to this. So at the time I uh, was taking, I was an accounting major and I was taking a lot of business courses and um, I was specifically taking uh, accounting classes and the accounting professor that I had, I'm not going to bring this person up by name, but some people really liked this, this professor and some people did not like this professor. I happened to fall in the category that liked this professor. I thought the teaching style of this professor really um, allowed it. It forced you to have to pay attention. It was not a class that you could um, just skimp by and and just do the bare minimum. You had to be engaged. You had to pay attention. You had to uh, interact and engage yourself with the class and with uh, the materials that uh, this professor was teaching about. And so through that, I really learned a lot. I, it, it allowed me to kind of uh, grow up really quickly because it was not a walk in the park by any means. But I will never forget something that this professor said in class. And I forget, I forget what the uh, context of this conversation was. So I, I wish that I could you know, know exactly what brought uh, the class to this, this point in the conversation. But the professor was talking to I, either either someone in particular or just the class as a whole. And the professor said, if you want to be successful in this class and especially in life, you have to go from being reactive to being proactive. And maybe it was because both of these words, you know, have a similar ending. But um, that really stuck with me because I was like, that's exactly what I had been doing prior to this. You know, whenever I was in in engineering, I was just like a deer in headlights. I mean, I wasn't great at it, but I was certainly wasn't doing myself any favors. I was waiting till the last second to do things. I was 
just hoping that whenever a test came around that something would happen and I would be able to, um, you know, somehow know the right answer and somehow figure it out. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, if, if you don't prepare and you're not proactive, it's it, it, it did not work for me. And I would dare say it won't work for a lot of people uh, that try to go through college. And so, but the thing is that that lesson in and of itself can be applied in so many avenues of life, not just in school, not just in school, but it can be applied in virtually every facet of life that I can think of. You know, your relationships, your work, uh, whatever, wherever it is that you may work during the day, uh, you know, any hobbies that you have, what, whatever you, you pick the avenue of life. It's going to be essential that you are proactive and not reactive because as I mentioned earlier, life is hard, man. Life throws a lot of curveballs at all of us in so many different ways. And if you are constantly just trying to, uh, hope that things will not Life won't hit you in the face if you're constantly just hoping that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things in our lives that are out of our control. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you should have full control over everything in your life, but if you're going through your life simply by hoping that things will get better or simply by saying, man, if I really need to get a good grade on this test, hopefully, you know, I didn't study a bunch, but I, you know, maybe the professor will be, will be generous with this one. The odds are not in your favor. It, you, they're really not. And that's something I had to learn. That's something I had to uh, get used to applying to my own life. But man, once you start being more proactive in your life, once you start taking the reins of your life and trying to shift your life in the direction that you want it to go, I mean, it's you'll be amazed at how your life will change. Uh, you know, and, and for me, it was specifically in school. Up until then, in college, I had been doing very poorly. I had not been doing great. Uh, luckily, I was able to medically withdraw that first semester, but accounting was still hard for me. I still had some hard classes that uh, were really a challenge. But once I realized, I said, I've got to stop uh, being on my heels. I've got to stop you know, f- uh, being like a deer in headlights. I've got to take the offensive. I've got to take the reins and and move forward. I cannot just let life come at me uh, without any say on my part. And so because of that, um, man, I mean, again, not that I was a straight A student in in college by any means. I mean, I had my blunders here and there and and my mess ups and hiccups. But um, if it wasn't for that mentality of being proactive as opposed to reactive in college, I can think of a lot of instances where I would have really, really not been in good shape uh, if it was not for having that attitude. Um, so, yeah, um, that is those are the main takeaways that looking back on college, on my college career that I I can think of. I'm sure there's probably more. Uh, and I'm like I said, I'm not going to go into full detail about my entire college experience because we'd be here for a while. And, um, I'm sure you all maybe probably don't want to hear my entire story of, of my experience in college, but really, I think those three lessons, those three takeaways, you know, uh, the importance of having a routine and having a structured, uh, plan and routine for your day, finding a group uh, of friends and individuals that you can lean on in life and, uh, just just in life in general, 
And finally, being proactive and not reactive, whether you're in school, out of school, whatever you're doing in your life. Uh, I think all these things are essential for me personally, they are. And I, I truly feel that whoever is listening to this, whatever, you know, uh, state of life that you're in, whatever season of life that you are currently going through, that if you can find ways to apply these lessons to your life, I really think that they'll pay a lot of dividends out to you over the future. I really feel like you will see the benefits of applying these lessons to your life. Um, and you know, I, I just, I really hope my hope with this particular episode is that someone, uh, maybe someone who's going is, is in school right now, or is going to be attending college uh, at some point soon that they can take my experiences and some of the lessons that I learned and take them for their own and apply them in their own life uh, and save themselves a lot of trouble uh, that maybe, you know, they can learn from some of my mistakes and some of my blunders and uh, some of the times that I fell and uh, dislocated my shoulder at a trampoline park whenever I was in school. So yeah, um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, As always, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Thank you for being willing to listen. Thank you just for uh, your continued support of the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. As always, Uh, Any relative links uh, to anything that may have been discussed or uh, my personal social media accounts are in the description. Uh, You can um, follow me on all my social medias. I I forget the exact handles, but you can follow me on social media, keep up with my life. Uh, And again, I just want to thank you for uh, listening in today. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you will consider uh, listening in, in the future. So, uh, yeah, thanks again and, uh, have a great day.